This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we got playoffs, second round in the books. We're going to talk about all the ailments that uh, registered after the first round of the playoffs. We got some coaching carousel going on. Uh, Lyle versus Inanimate Objects. And ladies and gentlemen, the Arizona Coyotes deal just keeps getting better. Talk about that and more. Face Off Hockey Show right about now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. It's me. It's me. It's D D P. Yoga. Face Off Hockey Show. You're gonna stick around for the Patreon pick because all oh, the Arizona Coyote stuff is coming out, and boy, is it fascinating. Fascinating is a great word. Simply fascinating. That's a good word to use in this situation. Scotty Waz here, Johnny P there. Uh, Johnny, before we do all that, let's get the boring stuff out of the way. What did we do this week? <laughs> uh, you learned that you're going to be uh, driving to more away games for some some aspects. I did. I did. Uh, the Philly team might be more fun. I get Philly to... team It's in New Jersey. <laughs> That's fine. It's it's fine. <laughs> so that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on a shit show of a brunch date on uh, Sunday. Uh, and that was a waste. Um, uh, no, no wrestling or anything this week. Did you go to a little redhead birthday or no? I did. Well, uh, so we, we saw the uh, taller redhead had a soccer game. Okay. So we went to we went to his soccer game first, and then the tiniest redhead turned two. Um, and yeah, God, really, it was too- a lot of fun. She had fun. She ate a bunch of cake and then threw up all the sugar. You know, yeah, it, it was- I, hope, I hope her body separated it and then literally just threw up a bag of Domino's. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was a lot of icing. Um, that was that was not good. More or less than what was on the cookie cake we got from Giant. Oh, that was a lot of that was a lot of that was a lot of icing like that was. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that cookie cake, but the icing on the cookie cake was kind of in like disgusting mode. That was not great. Like it was too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it like that's when you 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 fly too close to the sun with paper wings there, Icarus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. That was a little too much, but I'm glad that we found that in the uh, in the. refrigerator in the refrigerator of the giant <laughs> um so yeah so that occurred um on saturday mm-hmm. and then i watched some hockey there was a lot of game sevens um this weekend and uh i saw uh golf news network's proprietor ryan ballingy today oh. for lunch 
Got to hang out with him some. We talked some golf. We talked some uh, youth soccer. We talked some old <laughs> days old days in the basements of running all the games. I was going to say his son is, I think his, one of his kids is in soccer. Yeah, yeah. He was telling me he coaches. A team. Oh, Jesus. Well, coach is, is being used as a loose term, apparently. Uh, he's the parent that allows them to play as a team uh, from the way he explained it. But he's doing well. If you it's like good. golf at all, you should uh, check him out on the uh, on the Twitter. Doing good stuff over there. Got a bunch golf. of iHeart radio things, I think. Yeah, we were golf. talking about setup of the uh, soundboard and all that jazz as well. So It's Golf News Net, I think, at Golf News Net on Twitter. And at Ryan yeah. Ballinger, he's verified. Yeah, he is verified. Got that going for him. Yeah, he asked the... He, uh, they were playing a golf course out near Johnstown, and I was like, Johnstown? I've been there before. I've been there. They have a hockey team there. They play the Maryland Black Bears. Fantastic. I played Should golf go there. I don't remember what I don't remember which golf course it was, though. It's one of them. There's multiple. There was, a, there was a golf course out there. I told him, I go, it starts with an S. It's called a country club, but it's not really a country club. <laughs> I mean, that narrows it down in there western Philly or western oh, yeah. Pennsylvania. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All in all, uh, I'm feeling much better than last week. Uh, the allergies have subsided some as I've sat in my house for most of the week. Uh, apparently being outside for two hours with pollen and um, and uh, not being outside in, of my house for a while was an awful combination last week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I'm actually... Uh, I'm actually headed to California here in a couple of weeks. I was gonna say I was gonna ask you when because that's the first week of June or last. Yeah, week. so I don't know if I'm gonna make that show actually because it's gonna be like four, four o'clock. Yeah, out there. Um, so I don't I don't know how that's gonna work. I might still be working. I might already be in the hotel room. We might be in an Angels game. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Sky's the limit with us here. I just joined the Skype on my phone from the Angels game. Exactly. We don't know you're there. Terry start yelling at Mike Trout. It's a great time. Put a background up. Just use the same background I got here. <laughs> oh, I think we have that too. <laughs> I have to preload that. Yeah. Because we did that to uh, to give to Mark, so he, he would have the same background as you, and Sean Lee, he would be very confused. Right. True story. Uh, we didn't do much. We got Jen a bed and sofa for her trip to Omaha. So uh, she's got that going. So she'll be able to sleep and sit down in an apartment. She has to get an apartment as well. That is the next step. Uh, went to Target. Uh, found something. In, no, did I, this is no, this was Wally Mart. Found something pretty cool in Wally Mart. And uh, nice. See, that's really cool. Full of papers. Papers so, with the title. With the title. With the TNT title. That's a that's a nice find. Absolutely. Um, they also had uh, uh, Johnny Silver, who had like 50 hands in his damn like box. <laughs> so, but yeah, this is really cool. It's got some upper deck cards in there. Uh, exclusive upper deck cards. Thanks. We'll see that. Good find. Was upper deck the uh, the group that did the AEW cards that had the canvas? Was yes. that upper deck? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those were cool cards. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, they did all those cards that have. I have all those. I had the Kenny Omega ring worn gear card. Ooh, just like ooh, fancy. 
Actually. Give you a kick to the head. It's right here. Oh, nice. Look at that. Yeah, a wrestle use card. Uh, having been worn by feet by the feature wrestler. Enjoy this piece of AEW history. So there you go. Nice. Omega tight. Um, yeah, we just didn't do much, and then work happened. I woke up last night, like like in the middle of the night. Um, was it 3 a.m.? <clears throat> close. It was 3:45. Oh. Um, and I had, I guess, I had inhaled a lot of air, and I burped, and then the acid reflux happened, and I thought I was going to puke acid everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. Yeah. yeah so yep. that was that killed my uh, day to day because I was just like, oh, I'm so tired, and then I just didn't want to eat. Like I got my first meal at dinner. So, <laughs> wow. Well, I was in meetings at lunchtime too, so that that kind of killed my buzz. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to take the leftover pizza because I'm like, well, yeah, no, th- let's put acid on acid. You stupid. Yeah, that's the reason this started in the first place. Let's be honest. Actually, no, it was all the old bay, all oh. the old bay that happened. Uh, last week, I gave my friend, uh, my coworker, she's a she's a cooker. I'm like, hey, have you tried old bay? She's like, well, no, I haven't. She bought some old bay and just cooked, went to town. She made old homemade old bay check mix. Okay. Um, and uh, imitation crab dip with Old Bay. Crab okay. dip tasted good because it had the cheesy base. Imitation crab, eh, whatever. She had a uh, garlic bread that had Old Bay on it to spread okay. on there. That was fantastic. <laughs> so, so you ate like a fourth of a tin of Old Bay in the past. Well, week. it gets better. Um, I then my four bags of Old Bay goldfish showed up. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah. That's probably why I inhaled a ton of Old Bay. Uh, but those Old Bay goldfish, someone said, uh, someone, someone, my, one of my coworkers said, because I left him a baggie, he says, that's the best flavor of goldfish I've ever had. What is the flavor, though, actually? Like, what is the base of the Old, the base old Bay? The base is a cheese. Okay, so it's like a cheddar goldfish with Old Bay on it? A little hint of cheddar, yeah. It's not aggressive cheddar. Okay. And then it's then it's old it's bay. It's tempered. Yeah, exactly. It's uh it's you know it's naughty. Um <laughs> it's it's got some old bay infused in it too. Ooh. It's got a kick to it. Uh-oh. Like it'll 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 punch your mama in the mouth. Whoa, hey. So, it's it, it, it was pretty good like the the first bite you're just like, "Ooh, it gets you." And then after you afterwards, after you're done and you chew and swallow, you're like, "Ooh, it's still with me." Um like that. Because so, I'm normally a pizza goldfish guy. Sure. Yeah, no, pizza classic. Yeah. Um, This one's really good. If you can get your hands on it. I, You're going to have to try. I might have to go to Target tomorrow morning and see if there's any around. Par- apparently, my buddy tried to go on the McCormick's website and ordered, and they were sold out. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what was it? Uh, The uh, Old Bay hot sauce yes that i got was like two years after the fact and that's the first time i've seen it since and i i highly doubt that with this kind of demand it's going to be a limited edition flavor go fuck yourself if you think that everybody <laughs> come on it'll be limited edition every year limited yeah you know what if they limited edition during crab season that's perfect yeah make it happen i mean it's a good appetizer right before the crabs show up you throw down some uh some goldfish with your Miller lights. Oh my god. Brush that with some put that on your base too, and then put the crab meat on that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, crab meat and goldfish. Put that right in the 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 uh crab dip. There you go. Throw have some goldfish in, in there. Crab, have the little have the little uh, goldfish coming out of the crab dip. Like it was jaws. 
Sorry, I should have said Daddy Bose instead of Miller Lights too. Fine. What was I thinking? Or or uh, you could go with the crab crab cakes and football that well, I still funny. have. It's very David, Maryland right here. David Buster's doing that. Nope. David Buster's crab cake and football. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, I also figured out time time hop was good to me today. Okay. Um. I spend more time on time hop just removing memories. Right. Eight years ago, uh, Team Faceoff Hockey Show won a championship. I know. I saw that. Good times. I had a post that said I had a great weekend taking pictures, watching hockey. There you go. And now you turn that to a career. And there was a picture of you uh, sitting in the uh, locker room by yourself, all dressed. Yes. Like Like chips. Ah! (laughs) Ah! And then I also found the old pit stop radio thing that had the promotion uh, weekend win a weekend with Scotty Waz and Glenn Burney. Oh wow! Which included how, uh, how did that go? So uh, Scott Wazalewski's weekend in Glen Burney meet Scotty Waz in his hometown of Glen Burney this weekend or really any weekend if you call ahead. Why pay tons of cash to fly to a silly vacation package and being uh, being resold on some websites? We can have the fun and unique vacation in the Bernie meeting Scotty Was. If you've never been to lovely Glen Bernie, Maryland, you don't know what you're missing. That's true. Uh, it's a very true statement. Activities include sitting in Scotty's front yard. Uh, yard. You have the opportunity to sit in the lawn chair with Scotty in his front yard and enjoy the nice cold moonlight as you watch the cars go by. That's true. I bet Stan does that. Yeah. Meet the Mal. Oh. By special engagement only, you'll you'll get to meet the one and only Mouse Sean O'Connor. The wow. My, spe- my special invite only. Yeah. <laughs> Hardy's run. One of the highlights of the weekend, and you and Scotty will hit up the local Hardy's for lunch, have a $6 burger or maybe a low-carb sandwich, but don't forget those piping on fries and a large Mr. Pib. Capital Raceway. That's right. The 70s live on as you take a Saturday night trip out to Capital Raceway in nearby Crofton. See the gra- that Grand Prix with the slicks take on the tubbed-out Chevelle. Uh, and then race day extravaganza. Every race day, race fans, we spend the Sunday afternoon watching the race, Glen Burnie style, on the couch with a brewski and a bowl of chips. Uh, and there's a lot of asterisks on this one. Sign up now. Oh, here we go. This is your one and only. This is your one-on-one time with Scotty Waz. Pick the expert's brain for valuable tidbits and ask our wisdom as the race happens. Special guest by appearance, uh, uh, Todd Butts. Uh-huh. End to the weekend. One of the uh, the one of the stars says. Uh, also, the cost is two ninety nine. Oh, okay. $299. That's not bad. That's not a bad price. First asterisk, availability of Sean O'Connor may vary. Very true. That's a very true statement. Very true statement. <laughs> for the Hardys, Scotty Waz reserves the right to go to Taco Bell instead, depending on what he is hungry for in any given weekend. Scotty reserves the right to suggest <laughs> six soft shell tacos, no lettuce, and extra large dew. There's only a dime more <laughs> rather than a $6 burger and a bib. If you choose Taco <laughs> Bell's <unique> destination. <laughs> Uh, type R title is not actually an event or trophy. A trip to Capital Raceway dependent on track schedule and the actual desire of participants and Scotty Waz to really go there. <laughs> bowl of chips may be substitute with a bag of chips depending on the bowl's availability. <laughs> race day extravaganza dependent upon Nextel Cup schedule. Availability of a Sunday afternoon race may vary. Availability of Todd Butts may vary. 
Uh, price to cover the time and wisdom extolled by one Mr. Scotty Waz and to help him move. Price is possibly negotiable. Email with offers, travel, housing, food, and transportation. All expenses actually are sole responsibility of the participant, not Scotty Waz or Pit Stop Radio. Although it is very likely that quite a few Miller Lights will be included and PSR will spring for the baggage ships provided the lawn chairs uh, and provide the lawn chairs for primetime Glen Burnie lawn sitting. Good enough offers could possibly include housing at Scotty Waz's if you don't mind sleeping on the couch or the floor. And possibly an appearance by Chris Boisel and his baby. Really good offers could convince us to fly former co-host Dave Lycomey up from Tampa for a special <laughs> appearance. Let us know what you're thinking. We're in the business of making PSR style schemes come through. <laughs> oh my God, that's beautiful. That was all before I moved. Absolutely, that is fantastic. Yeah, this day, <laughs> this day years ago. Wow. That's a that's amazing right there. That's a only all that for two ninety nine, right? I'm telling you, my God, that's like twice. That's a value of twice the price. How how did no one jump on that? Ah, uh, you know, fools. Let me tell you. All right, let's get to it was some probably uh, poison. <laughs> and his baby. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to some uh, injuries. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Oh, yes. We got a, we got a heaping help into things. First off, we'll start with uh, Braden Point. Lower body injury, and that looked terrible, by the way. Yes, sure um, did. Just not great. Then tried to skate on it. Uh, not well. He is day to day with a lower body injury, but aren't we all? Um, <clears throat> let me see some other stuff. Victor Arvidsson back surgery. He is uh going to be out for uh three to five months. Okay. So you got that. Uh, you got that going for you. Not bad. Then we have all our be- our bevy of injuries at the end uh-huh. of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say this: Tony X bringing the heat. For all the stuff about, uh, yeah, everyone's now it's time for everyone to fucking talk about how injured they are. <laughs> so I'm scrolling back on his timeline to get the full ones. I know Nick Backstrom's had hip problems. Yeah, could be done for his career. I know that's we'll have to see what's up. Um, Matt Dumba suffered a punctured lung, dislocated rib, and broken ribs from April 5th game in Nashville. But quote, I felt good enough to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know exactly how he feels not being able to breathe. TJ Oshie broke his foot and developed back issues trying to play through it. Oh, come on, TJ. <laughs> Tyler Sagan fractured his foot in game one of the Calgary series. Uh, that sucks. This is always your 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 reminder that, you know what? Maybe maybe you can take a shift off or two. There, this is your yearly reminder that there's a thin line between being really, really, really fucking stupid and trying to win a Stanley Cup. Exactly. Especially if you already won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> like Oshie's case. So, and Matt Dumba, that's just for him changing his number from 55. To be quite honest with you, if we're being real, we're going to be really real. That's why he hurt so bad. Yeah. Because he could have been Dumba 55 or dumbass. Uh, yeah, that would have been bad. Through the roof. 
Uh, Patreon. We got a Patreon, Johnny P. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. That's where you go to get all the creamy goodness. Nope, that's probably not the right word. Nope. Mm-mm. That's on a different website. Yep. Uh, you get to hang out with us, kind of, sort of, maybe metaphysically uh, in the metaverse. You can uh, listen to the show, watch the show. You watch. You can the come show. to Glen Birdie and hang out with I'll me. Glen Birdie, hang out with me. <laughs> it's fine. I'll fly down there. It's okay. That's where so the money goes. On my, we can sit on my back deck. It's fixed. Yeah, we can, can watch Johnny's planes fly deck. over. It's great. See all the birds? See all the squirrels? Birds. The groundhog the, that climbs trees. You can go to work with Johnny. Yeah, pretty much, actually. It's true. <laughs> I won't be working the entire time you're here, though. John, Johnny P's house. It's like go, it's like taking your kid to work day all the time. Oh, I forgot to bring that up in the beginning. So I did watch my friend's five-year-old on Monday uh, oh. for like five, uh, four or five hours because uh, they just needed somebody to help out. And um, I was on a Zoom call, and that was the time that he decided to come over and, like, talk to me. <laughs> so, like, I'm on video. And I'm like talking to him and I can literally see him like walk down the hall behind me, but keep like turning around and like looking at me. And then he walks around the like steps, but then he like sticks his head back out and like looks at uh, looks on the uh, video. And I'm trying not to laugh at this child the entire time (laughs) because it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. And everybody after the call is like, hold on, you have a child? I'm like, no, I don't have a child. Not mine. Sorry, Uh, go ahead. But you can be like that. You can be. You can hang out with Johnny and I on his deck. Yeah. Great. Be part um, of my Zoom calls for work. Perfect. One dollar gets you the video show. Five dollars gets you to pick a segment and some audio and possibly video goodness. That's right. Patreon.com slash Face of Hockey. You'll be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Automich. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com slash Face of Hockey Show. All the money goes back into the show and pays for those weekend Glen Burnie vacations. Oh, Johnny. Oh, no. Johnny P. <laughs> I almost want to wait till Mark shows up. We might want to. Like, we kind of. Mark shows up. I kind of feel like this is Mark's bit now. This is his baby. Mm. This is his well, baby. I mean, he's got two and he's a ginger. Third. But this one has been with him the longest. That's, that's actually honest. true. That's very true at this point. Be honest. So we'll get, we'll get back to that. In, yeah, it's we'll go. Yeah, we'll come back to that. We can talk about some other things for a little bit, right? Contractually, I thought Mark would be here by now. Well, I mean, it's only 729. That's true. He still has one minute to not be late and 45 minutes to still be here on time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. The Mouse Sean rule. All right, so that's what you got. And we'll go through the Patreon thing again later. All right, Lane Lambert, new head coach of the New York Islanders, the Lou Lamarillo firing Barry Trott, saying we need a new voice in the room. So they hire the guy who's been in the room for four years as well. So I have a question with this question, John. Um, my question would be, uh, has no one learned that this didn't work the first time? Uh, uh, because no. this is exactly the same thing that the Capitals did. Yep. And they were like, oh, no, we'll f- we're fine. We got this guy, Todd Reardon. He's uh, he's been part of this for a while. He, he'll be perfect for this thing. And bada bing, bada boom, you know, out two years later. Looking for a new coach. Like what, Lou, Lou had to have seen this, right? What makes this worse is that it's not like Reardon came in separately like they, like he did with the Caps. Like he came in after guys were set up. It's that they came in together and they've been together for fucking years. Well, forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Like, you fucking think that this is going to be a new voice in the room for the players? No, it's not. Kid me? Get out of here. But Trotz had, I mean, I, everything that I read was that Trotz was very happy about this. Oh, I'm sure he is. Like, not, not, I'm sure not happy about losing his job, but happy that Lee Lambert is a head coach in oh, the yeah. NHL. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, you have to wonder that, too, if it's just not he, maybe he felt like, uh, like Trotz was getting in his ear, like, maybe go take that interview. And Lou Lamarillo was like, hold the fuck up. No, <laughs> you're not doing that. Uh-huh. Fuck you. So there we go. I mean, that's good stuff. That's good. I'm okay with it. I was just oh, wondering yeah. why no one has, no one figured it out the first time that it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden this Islanders thing's supposed to be different. So, well, they're starting it with a good slate. I mean, last year sucked, so they can only go up from here. That's true. That's mm-hmm. very true. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux staying in Vancouver for the time being. They decided to re-up his contract. So that's good for him. I mean, nice. there's a lot of speculation of where, whether Willie or won't he. Uh, so there's that. Um, Rob Blake resigned a three-year extension with the L.A. Kings to be the He's GM. done well out there. I think, you know what? I will say this. The Kings were very underappreciated this year. And I, and I think you look at what Jonathan Quick, Quick did, especially in the playoffs. I think that, you know, he played very well for his age. And he's actually kind of getting back to playing for his contract again. Uh, so I think the LA Kings did a good job and I think, yeah, Rob Blake, you know what? Sean Dursey's going to be a fucking menace. Sean Dursey has been weighed very well for LA. I know these games are West coast, Johnny, so you might not have seen yeah, it. Yeah. I have no idea uh, who this guy is. He is going to be a menace because I'm just looking forward to Dursey, uh, Dursey, Shirzy night. <laughs> uh, that's, that's like the judicial system. Is it? Is it? Uh, but no, Sean Dursey's going to be a menace on the point. He is good. Uh, tighten up his defensive game a little bit. Sure. Who doesn't? Uh, but I think he's going to be a menace. I mean, you look at uh, Lazat was good. Mikey Anderson played fairly well for L.A. I mean, they got even though they got a lot of guys going out, Dustin Brown's gone now. Anzi Kopitar's going towards the end of his career. They do have a lot of good guys replacing him. So I think that the L.A. Kings and Rob Blake have done a great job of doing that. So extension well deserved. Um, Pete DeBauer, peace out, My God. Vegas. My God. Um, <clears throat> he's blaming Robert Lehner, I'm sure, but that's what we're doing. That's the story we're sticking to right now. Uh, Pete DeBauer done in Vegas after a few seasons. His magic finally wore off as they did not make the playoffs. Did so not make the playoffs, is, so he had to go. You want to talk about a coach with a shelf life? He is it right there. Like, that is... My goodness. Uh, Barry Trotz also interviewing for Winnipeg, Winnipeg gig. And I think also Joe Quinville has been mentioned in some interviews. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. Do it. I think it was Detroit was the one. Um, like, perfect. Great. A young team. What can go wrong? Right. Right, 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 right. Um, so scary. You know who'd be really good with a young team is probably like Bruce Boudreaux. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, that's right. They re-upped him. That's who he came. Yeah. Barry Trotz is right there for you, Stevie Y. Uh, scary news out of uh, out of Toronto. Mitch Marner was carjacked. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I thought everyone knew hockey players in Toronto. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess not. I guess not. that's what they did. Got carjacked and away he goes. Scary incident in his community. Uh, enjoyed the support uh, of people saying reaching out to him. Uh, it was, uh, it was an armed carjacking. 
uh, of the uh, Range Rover. Stolen by three suspects, two armed with handguns, other with a knife. Suspects fled the scene. No one was injured in the accident. Second time in days a carjacking has been reported in that same neighborhood in, in Etobicoke. Mm. 7.45 p.m. So that's kind of still daylight. That's pretty brave. Yeah, that's definitely still daylight. So, yeah. So he's safe, thankfully. Uh, and yeah. What do he, they do? What do people do with cars like that, though? Like, he has to have a really, really nice Range Rover. Like, how do you get rid of that and not have it be like a red flag somewhere? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, it, it, it's a usual Range Rover. I mean, it looks like it's the only, it's got tinted windows. Looks like it's just got black, uh, black uh, rims. But that's about it. Like, it doesn't look anything special. So, all right. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe you just get rid of it as parts. Yeah. I have no idea. I've never carjacked anyone. Well, you know, no one's going to take your K car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, Johnny, maybe you just, maybe you need to get into a new business. Maybe that's <laughs> Maybe that's it. Oh, here he is himself. Let's wait. We gotta hear it. We gotta hear it. Ah, pop dog. Mark with a C, everybody. <laughs> I like how he has his own entrance music now. It's like when uh, it's like when the glass broke for Steve Austin. Oh yeah. And every, and there was a massive pop. That's what occurs right now when Mark when Mark, you know, opens the can. It's like that's a true. huge pop from the fans. Best, they know best that it's, in the world, dog. They know that it's Mark with the C's music. Hey, it's getting ready to drop. All, all my fans love it. They tell me all the time on Twitter because hey. I'm on there all the time. All the time you are. <laughs> happy, happy eighth anniversary to our last games. Oh, yeah. It's today, huh? That's when uh, we won the title. We won mm, the nice. So um, I, think, I think I attempted to play fall that year. And when I tore my ACL was uh like october of 2014 so or was it 14 yeah maybe what? it was yeah because that was our title was in 14 yeah, yeah that's so uh so yeah i i remember paying because I, I remember being pissed because i paid swatala like 1200 dollars for the whole season and i played two games and he didn't <laughs> give me any money back uh, what a jerk store <laughs> 600 dollars a game there you go um, we waited just for you, Mark. Oh boy, uh, of the Patreon pick. Coyotes' agreement with ASU includes good behavior clause for team and its owners. That's right. The Athletic came out yesterday. Hit piece of blaze and Sean Shapiro, Katie Strang. Uh, they got their hands on the contract between ASU and the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, within the agreement, Arizona State uh, says that the, the Coyotes and their owner, Alex Morello, will be required to avoid notoriety or the team could be forced to look for a new place to play. <laughs> Wait, notoriety is, is such an open, like, that, that's a huge loophole. According to the document, well, we get specified here. You got to get that. You got to get that nut nut graph in there. So people bust the nut to the story. Um, according to the document, if coyotes, if the coyotes or Morello uh, become the subject of adverse publicity, contempt, scandal, or ridicule for violating widely held principles of public morality, failing to conduct its business and affairs with a high degree of integrity and honesty, and or failing to act in a good corporate citizenship, Arizona State can get out of its deal with the coyotes. That includes media coverage of Morello and the coyotes' business practices, according to documents, and ASU can cancel tenancy. Uh, 
It really I, just sounds like they lifted this clause out of Antonio Brown's contract. Pretty much. Seems like Has that. Hasn't that been happening for the past six to eight years, though? <laughs> yeah. So they think this is going to be it now. Like more bad problem. What else? What more? What uh? What type of worse publicity uh, do they not want the Coyotes to bring to ASU? All I'm saying is this: is that in their battles with Tempe and trying to get a new arena there, I can expect the Coyotes to do nothing but you know be the utmost of citizen and great business partner. Yeah. Going forward, what could go I wrong? I don't see anything going wrong in this instance. No. Mm-mm. Uh. So uh. At any point, who figures out uh, the backup plan for when they get kicked out midseason? <laughs> Where they're gonna just gonna be a road team. The NHL has like, two schedules for the Coyotes. Are it's they gonna sleep they, on somebody's couch? No, it's one. They have two schedules. One, if they stay the whole season, and the second one is if they have to go on a road team, and then they have to play their home games. At the they'll have to double it up, back to back games. Jeez. Um. Coyotes will not be able to run the gambling operations inside the arena that um, because ASU does not ha- allow that. Gaming is prohibited. I mean, that there. makes sense. Uh, it's a half-mile zone around the campus. Uh, Coyotes may make a request for an event wagering facility within that zone if regulations change during the legislative section session that runs through June 24th of this year. Uh, the, basically, the agreement protects the university from issues that cropped up in Glendale, where the city threatened to evict the team. Um, this runs makes through, sense. Runs through June 30th, 2025. It can be extended to June 30th, 2026, on negotiations. Does, uh, AFU, does AFU, ASU have a good law program? Because this sounds pretty locked tight. Oh, I think so too. Uh, ASU agreement also confirms any capital improvements made by the Coyotes, which included an annex for the NHL club's facility, will remain property of Arizona State at the end of the deal. Solid, Genius. solid clause. Or were uh, they going to take them with it? Yeah, <laughs> that's true too. As a tenant, all advertising for the Coyotes will be temporarily at the arena. The Coyotes will have full access to center hung vi- uh, video scoreboard and the ribbon board. They also be able to make changes to board advertisements for NHL home games at their own cost on game days. Uh, they will not have any alcohol or beer advertisements, uh, or any, oh, sorry, according to the agreement, any beer or alcohol advertisement must be approved by ASU. ASU re- maintains the rights to object any advertisement that is not in good taste or is otherwise not in compliance with ASU's rules. ASU will receive revenue from the naming rights of the arena. Coyotes will not be permitted to sell any temporary advertising that is a competitor or in the same category of whoever ASU sells naming rights to. And in-ice advertising will be a revenue source for ASU, and the Coyotes aren't allowed to modify the look of the ice service, including the Arizona State logo, at center ice or in broadcast to protect ASU's permanent advertisers in the building. And it's noted that ASU doesn't and shouldn't impact opposing broadcast filming at ASU. Well, they can't even put a coyote on the ice. That's amazing. Craig Craig S. Morgan disputed that, saying that there is going to be something where both teams will be featured. But I... Sounds like this. It's just going to be the big pitchfork logo, and then underneath featuring the Coyotes, and that's it. <laughs> and also, yes. I mean, okay. So on telecasts, though, like they've done the digital boards at this point. Can't they just put a digital Coyote in the middle of the rink over top of the ASU logo and and call it a day? It's just, or is that is that against the rules in this in this uh, legal, legally binding? Mark Sterling type of uh, uh, talk we're having right now. No, they, they, that is actually, they can't modify the look 
including the center ice on broadcast. So oh, they wow. apply that at all. Jeez. That's 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 rough right there. That's rough. That's pretty bad. Um I don't know who the lawyers are for the coyotes, but boy do they get fucked. Uh this is <laughs> Again, they're like six to eight years into this at this point. Like my God. But if you're the coyotes, like where else can you go? You have to be the bitch boy in all this. I mean, yeah, like that's that's my point. At the, uh so at this point, right? Like you literally have nowhere else to play unless you are like leaving the state and going to Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's the back. If you're gonna stay in Arizona, like this is your last. It, you're definitely like sleeping on your friend's couch because you got kicked out of the house at this point, right? Like, and you have to live by their rules. So sorry, but I will appreciate the first home game where they have like all the temporary ads that are on like uh, the canvas and they just like roll them out over top of like other ads and stuff so that they can put them up on the screens and that should be great. I like the fact that they're just like, yeah, you can put your own advertising boards up, but you've got to have people to put them on there. Yeah. At your own cost. At your own cost. Yeah. It's beautiful. You guys gotta, you guys gotta figure this shit out. Um, so, so you can't have alcohol advertisements that are in bad taste. So no Heineken then. No Heineken. Uh, <laughs> nope. No Natty Light. Definitely not Rolling Rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zing. Zing. <laughs> well, Heineken only sponsors the Champions League. Let's be honest. That's true. True. So, I mean, here we are. I don't know what else to say about this whole situation. I'm just at this point waiting for it to happen. Like, I kind of just want it to happen at this point. Like, I'm, I'm ready for next season to start only for this. Mm-hmm. Like, this might be the only West Coast game I watch all year long. The first home game that <laughs> the, the first, Coyotes have. The first home game of the Coyote season. Because I want to see Emily Kaplan do her little, like, human interest piece on how the stadiums put together and all of the things that need to go on. And, God, they use her so terribly. They really do. They really do. But they, uh, the uh, they definitely they definitely use her own. Uh, was it uh, part? Not part. The uh, round the horn a lot. Yeah. Well, she's good at that. Good at that. Definitely good at that. Then on the ESPN coverage. ESPN. By the way, I will say this about the playoff ad coverage. If you want to know about gambling, TNT and TBS are the places to go. Yes. Holy shit! Is there a lot of fucking gambling? Check out the. And they say it during the game. Check out the recent odds on who's going to win the series as uh, McKinnon comes through center ice. Like, Jesus. Plus 800? That's good money. I got to put that down. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's it's almost too much betting. Almost too much betting information. You know, I enjoy a good bet every now and again, but I don't need it shoved down my throat like a common streetwalker. Well, this, uh, this occurred <laughs> when the NHL got in bed with... Uh... Oh, yeah, DraftKings? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a not a great time for anybody. I mean, we even have to watch their shitty commercials. Oh, so bad. Then ESPN has Butchergrass, Melrose, and Chelios as a fucking intermission team, and you just want to... Which is just as bad as the DraftKings yeah, shitty commercials. I'd rather, I'd rather talk about gambling odds and whatever Bissonette's going to say. But, you know. I mean, all in all, the coverage hasn't been bad. No, I think the people they've gotten... I think Leah Hextall's been getting ripped a little too much. Well, for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of rude. But uh, 
overall, like it's been okay. It's not been terrible. The biggest issue I've had so far in the playoffs is that the audio doesn't sync up to the video. There's that sometimes. And You're that right. destroys me. And like I, I can't actually watch the game when people are talking because their lips are moving, but nothing's coming out. When they cut when they cut from a corner cam to the hard cam, there's a second delay. Always. Always. Oh, it's so good. When you get to see the exact same thing happen with the guy skating out of the corner, it's like a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, it's a good time. I thought that I was the only one who noticed that. And no, I was I like, oh, my God. Yeah. Please happen again. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah. Coyotes. The coyotes. Mark it down, <laughs> baby. Mark it down. I, when's schedule release day? We got we to gotta get on that. Uh, oh, Ben Chirac got fined for headbutting. Good for him. That's good. That's good. Uh, so we got some awards to talk about, gentlemen. Awards, that's right. Uh, the Lady Bing, Sean's favorite trophy. One of the favorite trophies. King Clancy is his favorite. Uh, Kyle Connor, Jacob Slavin, and Jared Spurgeon for the Lady Bing for most gentlemanly player. All right. That's some new people. Yeah. Uh, the Selkie Award, Patrice Bergeron, layup. Alexander Bar- Barkoff, layup. And Elias Lindholm, we needed a third guy. <laughs> uh Masterton Award, uh Zidane Chara, uh Kevin Hayes and Carrie Price. Uh tough one there. I think Kevin Hayes gets that one. I always appreciate when the like when the award for perseverance just goes to the guy who's played for a really long time. Yeah, exactly. And you get it because well it's the same thing as like, yeah, the the Masterton just became sob story. It's like, come on, what do we? Come on. Uh, the MVP award, the first for the NHL, the Hart Trophy, goes. Uh, the nominees are Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, and Igor Shesterkin. Okay. For the NHLPA, the uh, the Ted Lindsay Award, uh, Roman Yossi, Austin Matthews, and Connor McDavid for most outstanding player by his peers. All right. So got that going for you. That's all the awards, I think, until we hear King. I don't think King Clancy's been mentioned, but it should be soon. By the way, Upper Deck sponsoring the NHL draft this year. So. All right. That's nice. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think, I don't it, think was, it was officially sponsored by them, but uh, there have been years where Upper Deck has been like around the draft a oh, lot. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like they are now. They are now official. Well, there wasn't like an official sponsor of the draft. Was there? Um, the last one we went to was Vancouver, and that was not. It was sponsored by Adidas. The oh, last okay. two, the, the Dallas and the Vancouver drafts, were sponsored by Adidas. That makes sense. Actually, since Adidas has come in, because I have the, I'm looking at the Chicago one now too. So, yeah, Adidas. So there we go. Uh, Thursday, Friday draft happening too. That's gonna be fun. Get ready to get right going. That's all I got for news. We gotta wait till Lyle gets back on. Mark, what'd you think about the Caps spelling out as we always thought they would? Uh, they gave this. It's always that that hope, right? That that with that, that last minute goal on the on the six on four power play, and then uh, you know less than three minutes into overtime, they blow it. Or whatever. John Carlson could have had the worst looks in every like. There are two goals in that game I, I I just see, and he's just not picking up a man. He's just kind of hanging out, doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Time for him to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, no. 
<laughs> knock it out of here. <laughs> um, you and how John would, and I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with uh, Marcus Johansson's roster slot <laughs> when he jo- he joins his 15th NHL team next year. You ready to resign with the Caps? Uh, don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. I mean, this series way different if Johansson just puts away that uh, that uh, breakaway he has in game four, I think it was. Yeah. Or five. It's whatever it was. It's not a yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark, you just you're just tormented by Mr. Johansson, aren't you? Yeah, not not a fan. I don't know if you guys heard. I'm just not a fan of him. Yeah, no, so. I've, I've kind of noticed. <laughs> no, I mean, otherwise, I, I, again, I mentioned this to you guys, but I'm, I'm not terribly upset. You know, give Ovechkin a little bit more of an offseason to recover and, you know, give give him a full, almost full offseason to get himself back into shape. You know, the, the Caps aren't winning a Stanley Cup anytime soon. No. Uh I don't think this team has it in them anymore. That the window is pretty much shut. So, our Stanley Cup for Washington Capitals fans is going to be Gretzky's record. So yeah, that's, let's that's do cool. what we can to keep enough talent around Ovechkin to make sure he can get that. Play the kids a little more, maybe. It's true. Get Mongo McMichael out there and have him fucking go at it. Just pass the puck to Ovi. That's how fucking another fifty goal season next year. Nick Baxter made a cottage industry out of that fucking thing. Nick Baxter had put be able to put his kid through college twice if he wanted to, thanks to that. Yeah, they're a duo. Exactly. Also, the the mass mutual things that they won't air anymore. That's you know they'll show that. <laughs> oh man. You think Mark would be? Uh, you think Mark would be one to uh, go ahead and want to go to that trip to weekend at Wazalewski's? Probably. I mean, he'd probably want to do that. Yeah, we I mean, can... I don't know what well, that means. Well, it was. Uh, I, I was. I looked on uh, Capture many many moons ago. They way back the archive machine. Okay. And found Pit Stop Radio uh, during this time, where Todd and I put together a thing about spend the weekend in Glen Burnie with Scotty Waz to help him move out of Glen Burnie. So it include like thing activities included sitting in front the front yard. Uh, by special engagement only, meet uh, Mouse H. Sean. Go to a Hardy's <laughs> run. You can have a Hardy's run with me or Taco Bell, depending on what I'm feeling. Uh, you can race day. You can get a a bowl of chips or a bag of chips, depending on if the bowl's available. Uh, you can sit and hang out with Todd Butts if Todd's available. And if you pay enough money, we'll be able to fly up uh, former co-host David P. Like Comey from Tampa, and maybe Chris Poisel and his baby. So. It was two hundred two hundred ninety nine dollars. Surprised people didn't jump on that. Um, you know, I mean, now though, that's a steal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, After but, twenty years of podcasting, <laughs> my God. Also, price covers the time and wisdom. Uh, all uh, travel, housing, food, and transportation is the sole responsibility of the participant. <laughs> Any modifications to Wazalewski's house are made are retained by Wazalewski's house. <laughs> upon any, any idea you may have that I can use and exploit, it becomes property of me during this visit. <laughs> yeah. And you're not allowed to have any advertising. We don't approve. You can't. Yeah, you can't change anything there. And if you do something that I don't like, I'm able to boot you out and keep your money. 
<laughs> Love it. If you get bring a, in get the contract prediction. drawn up. Uh, just dial one eight seven seven nine one three nine seven three nine. That's one eight seven seven nine one three nine seven three nine. Get your get be dialing. Be dialing. All right, we're waiting for Lyle. Lyle versus Nanaba Objects. Uh, Lyle and the donkey tied for first. Seven. The donkey eight, had a good week. Seven out of eight picks. The uh, Lyle's only wrong pick was Toronto. Donkey's only wrong pick was L.A. Uh, the orb had six, and the cookie's just happy to be there. <laughs> Cookie had four. <laughs> oh, come on, Cookie. Terrible, just half, 50%. That's, you know, that's, a, that's Hall of Fame numbers if you're batting 500. But in the pick world, DraftKings will tell you that's no good. That's a no good. Uh, and then the Rangers are up one nothing as we speak. Battle of Alberta. Battle of Florida. Just that. Everyone won it. Um, did Did you guys see that uh, Alex Semen? Oh yeah, retired from professional hockey. Did you see this? Al Semen from Moscow, Idaho. He I had knew a, he had, was still playing. He was back in Russia. Uh, yeah, he had a good run. He had an interesting run. He, he had a run. Stat, the stats <laughs> darling. Yeah, he had those two years where he got his payday and. Mm-hmm. And, and boy, lit- he... literally went back to Russia. Yeah. Uh, finished up with uh, boy, not so great after he came back from the Canadians because he went to the Hurricanes, got payday from the Hurricanes. Uh, played me was a uh, analytics darling. Then went back to Russia middle of 2015-16 uh, after he got um, uh, signed by the Canadians. They got tired of his shit after 15 games, and then finished his career out. Uh, didn't play last season, to at least according to Hockey DB. So, is this like a is this like a testimonial game? They're they're oh. like raising money for charity or something. Yeah. Or like they're like celebrating Alex Semin's career. There's, oh no! Someone ransacked Lyle's house. Say, something's different. <laughs> something's different. Behind We're you. doing Renos, guys. We're doing oh. God. Someone yeah. stole all everything from Lyle's basement. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's so terrible. Yeah. I didn't know you moved to Etobicoke. <laughs> no, that's carjacking. Not, no. house, not, 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 not house, uh, not house jacking. Not house jacking. Not B&E. Not, late not, at night. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, no, we're uh, finally going to give the given given the old office a facelift here. So um, yeah, going to be going to be painting. Spackling's done. Going to be painting soon. Ah, when I can get to it. <laughs> I was hoping to have this done back over the the course of the winter, but then of course no. But then of course you know I had the friggin' wrist surgery, and that laid me up for two months. I couldn't you know so couldn't get at it then. So I can't now wait like, until every week is like a time lapse picture of Lyle <laughs> finishing the basement. <laughs> Here's one half done. Fortunately, yeah. Fortunately, I only just have to do my office. Thank God, my son already did his did his uh, his side. He's he's uh, got his rooms over on the other side of, of the hall here. So, yeah, new furnishings in too as well, and all that happy stuff. So, uh, fine. New monitor too. So hey, stuff's wow. happening. Hey, bits and pieces, bits and pieces. Uh, Lyle, it's the second round, so we get to this. It's yes, over to inanimate objects. Uh, dead heat after one round. 
You Oof. and Donkey, seven for seven, or seven out of eight. Wowzers. Yeah, or, Donkey uh, had a show. This shows how mm-hmm. sad I am with the how seriously I take this stuff. Is that I I figured I was like four out of eight. I couldn't even remember. Right? I was like, yeah. okay, I know I got the Leafs one wrong. Yeah, that's the only one you got wrong. Donkey I, got the L.A. one wrong. Yeah, mm, the Donkey never, show is different. Ew. Never bet on the Leafs. Ah, oh, <laughs> never bet on the Leafs. To that in a second. Although I did ask Scotty and Mark if there was a chance that the Rangers and Penguins could both lose Game Seven and the Maple Leafs could come back into the playoffs somehow. <laughs> if there was like a loophole we didn't know about, but yeah, yeah. Not. no, no, apparently not. Fortunately, all right. Well, let's get to it. Second round coverage. Uh, we had the Battle of Florida last night, starting off with uh, Florida losing to Tampa. Florida top seed. Uh, the TNT crew was ripping the lack of energy in the building. Um, so whether that brings into effect for you, Lyle, or not remains to be seen. But what do you think about Florida and Tampa? That one's that one's not an easy one. Um, I'm I'm going to give the nod to Florida just because I would really, really, really like to see them go all the way. Like I, I've said before, after all the shit they've been through throughout their franchise history, it'd be great if they got all the way through. So sentimentally, I'm 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 going to be going to be pulling for them. Flow rider, uh, <laughs> donkey, 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 uh, top seed, uh, donkey is happy, happy. That's Florida, happy donkey. Yeah. How about the orb? What does the orb have to say? So was it the last time that the uh, a team had won? Try again. Uh, see. Was <laughs> ahead, it the Jack. last time that uh, that a team had won back to back Stanley Cups? The Penguins when the Caps beat them. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Sir. And then they won the Stanley Cup. So we're just going to guess that whoever beats the Lightning is going to win the Stanley Cup. Is that how it works? Exactly. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I figured. All right. Here we go. What is with the orb, man? Look not so good. So they're going lightning. Ah, oh, there you Orb go. Orb goes lightning. Uh, and the cookie says you can fix it with a little extra energy and a positive attitude. <laughs> Florida? I think. That sounds like Florida. Gonna have to fix it. They did not look all that great last night. I agree. Um, so. I was really disappointed in that game because the series they had last year was the one of the, the, the best of the 2021 postseason. And I was really looking forward to this rematch. And game one was just a dud. There was no energy at all. No, none, none at all from the arena to the teams. It was, it was just the, yeah. uh, heads, Carolina tails, New York. Lyle, how do you see this one? Um, uh, I am going to go with the hurricanes. I am going to go with the hurricanes on this. The, the Rangers Rangers have a very, very good young team. They're up and coming, uh, but they had the difficulties getting past an aging penguin squad. So I'm going to pick the Hurricanes. Donkey. Uh, who's top seed? Carolina. Carolina. All right. Let's see. What do we got? Happy donkey. Happy donkey. And the orb. This might be the best. Wow, New York Rangers. This is, Rangers. might be the best app that I didn't pay for. It was the coin flip app that we've used for like eight years now. <laughs> I know. Cookie says you can open doors with charm and patience. I'm going 
Carolina on that one. Oh, I don't know. Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Yeah. They opened the door to Tony D'Angelo. Yep. Yeah. They're patient with them. There we go. All right. Out west, uh, Avalanche, St. Louis. Uh, that first game, Avalanche all over them, but still mm. eked one out in OT. Uh, the ghost of Jordan Bennington is back. My God, 51 save performance. Uh, but I'm going to go abs. These guys are really, really motivated. You know, they, they were they were showing pregame uh, Nathan McKinnon's uh, post series press conference from last season where he was so disappointed and said, I've been here eight years and we haven't won shit. So it's just like, yeah, they want to win shit this year. So. It's going to be the abs, I think. Donkey. Donkey. Abs. Sad. Oh, sad donkey. Donkey picking blues. It kind of works out. The donkey's yes. got the blues. Yep. <laughs> Orb. Orb. My sources say no. Oh, wow. Taking the low seed in every series Wowzers. so far. Jeez. All right. Bold. Bold by the order. Uh, Cookie says, perhaps you've been focusing too much on that one thing. Right? Oh. 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 Wow. What is that? Is that, is that shit? The avalanche? Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely Colorado. They've been yeah. much on that yeah. cup. Yeah. That's their focus. And finally, the battle of the QE2, Battle of Alberta. <laughs> Calgary and Edmonton. Calgary, so they face. They go from Jay Gottinger, who was stopping everything, to wow. Mike Smith, who sometimes can stop everything. Yeah, yeah. It depends on what version of Mike Smith they're going to run into <laughs> and if he can stay healthy. Uh, but even so, I, I the Flames, I think, are, I've got the. They're they're very deep. Um, you know, they're they're tough to play against. And they're a Daryl Sutter coach team, so you know they're going to be a pain in the ass every time you play them. So I got to give the Flames the edge. Plus, plus, I mean, Johnny Hockey is playing the best hockey of his career right now. Thanks. My like God, he needs a contract. Yeah, which is why he's playing the best. But you got to admit, man, that overtime goal was uh, just outstanding. Thanks. I Almost mean, done. wow, you Thanks. know, off his head or shoulder in. Yep. Donkey. Uh, donkey. Who's the top one? Calgary. All right. So we come going. on, Johnny Hockey, too. <laughs> Calgary. Sad. Oh, sad. God, he was happy East, sad West, which is actually a lot of my life. <laughs> Orb. Orb, what do we got? Better not tell you now. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> yes so finally, the finally truth. picks the higher seed in Calgary. Um. Cookie says, a new journey will fill your life with untold memories. Mm. I'm thinking. New journey? Mm. They haven't been past the second round in many, many, many years. <laughs> Mind you, the Oilers have the same problem, too. I was going to say, the Oilers were like the act, uh, act post-lockout. Mm. Maybe another cookie? Uh, slip again. Yeah. Backup cookie? That one seems a little vague. Backup How, cookie. How's the finger, Mark? Broken still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I get I get it checked out next week, so I'll be able to get a little bit of progress report if it's healing okay. A but, new uh, business venture is on the horizon. <laughs> now you're the Oilers the need to do Come on. <laughs> Oilers need to do arena. <laughs> Calgary does. Flames do. So there you go. There it's the go. Flames. Yeah. Taking the Flames. There Cookie we got there. Got there in the end. 
Cookie. Did you say Cookie went Chuck? Cookie went Chuck all day. Yeah. All favorites. Just bounce this all right. Thing. Good times. All right. So, well, let's look into our crystal ball, our crystal orb, and figure out how the hell the teams in the East, the eliminated teams in the East, are going to be restructured next year. Because hmm. there's a lot of uncertainty with all four of those teams, I would say. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously our capitals are one. Let's uh, mm, let's start with them. Uh, goaltending, big yeah. time, big yeah. time, big time. That has to be resolved. Oh, definitely. I mean, neither Samsonov nor uh, Vanacek stepped up in any really meaningful way to to establish themselves as a starter. You know, I mean, Vanacek played had a pretty good regular season. Absolute garbage in the playoffs. Samsonov, on the other hand, inconsistent throughout the regular season. Not too bad in the playoffs. But there's not neither of those guys look like they're really ready to be full time NHL starters. So that's that's oh. the conundrum for uh, for uh, GMBM right now. Is the sorting caps, that out. The Caps currently have four backups. Yeah, because they have Cali and uh, yep. and uh, Copley, Copley, Copley. And, yeah. Yep. Down in the minors, they have they have four backups at the NHL level, and neither Fuki, yeah, neither Fukali or or Copley look like they're ready to step forward. I mean, you know, <laughs> Greg Wyshynski, bless him, you know, one of his things was do it when he was writing about the Caps. What would they do? Was well, maybe they'll see what they've got in Zach Fukali. I'll tell you what you've got: another NHL backup. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need a starter, and that's not going to be easy to find. Not saying it's impossible, but. You look at free well right off the bat, they're gonna to need to free up money if you're gonna be able to, to to go after a quality starter. I mean, in in free agency, you've got Darcy Kemper. Um, when he's healthy, he's terrific. When he's healthy. Right. Um, you might have Jack Campbell if he and the Leafs can't uh oh, spoiler alert, they'll get a deal done. <laughs> the Leafs know what they got in Campbell. They're not gonna let Soupy go. Um, Marc Andre Fleury, well, we already know he's not into you guys. Sorry. So now you got to go to the trade market and nothing nothing really leaps to mind as somebody who might be available i mean maybe jonathan quick with the kings but he's very long in the tooth and in last year his contract next season um and honestly i don't think rob blake's going to let him go i mean yes cal peterson eventually is going to be the starter for the kings but you know blake blake isn't going to cut you know, Jonathan quick loose, you know, he held on to Dustin Brown for, you know, to the, to the end. He'll do the same with, with quick. So looking around, um, right off, right off the top of my head, nobody really leaps to mind. There's no teams that leap forward. You could say, yeah, they got a surplus in starters that you can, you can pursue. Um, maybe, maybe Semyon Varlamov comes back. Maybe. If uh, Lou Lamarillo is is looking for for some scoring punch and needs to clear some cap space, maybe that's a possibility. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough read because there's like mm. you get a goaltender, you you know, you always put your put your money behind him, and then you're just like, yeah, yeah, and out everyone knows. Well, and that's and see that was the thing. Sam Sonoff was supposed to be the man after <laughs> after Hopi, and it just. And there's nobody in your system. I mean, I mean, say you will about the Dallas Stars. My God, Jake Ottinger. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've been, I've been that kid's. I've been one of his big, biggest supporters since since I saw him play last season. And I just, you know, he's, 
Yeah, their second goal with that kid for a decade, and Samsonov was supposed to be sort of that same sort of thing, and it just it just hasn't happened. So, yeah, going to yeah. be interesting. Under contract, like, oh, sorry, uh, say under contract next season for the Caps mm. for goaltending is uh, Fukali, yeah, for Shepard, Garen Bjorklund, and Clay Stevenson. You got nobody, so I no, feel like they not. that Samsonov would have been way better this year if Lundqvist would have been able to play last year. Mm-hmm. Might have benefited from that, yeah. I feel like that would have been, like, a better jump than mm. the just kind of, like, uh, we know you're not ready, but we don't have anybody else. Go! Yeah. Just to have that kind of sage advice that uh, you would, you would, yeah, Hun Lundqvist would bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. with 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 Shesterkin essentially nailing down the number one gig in, in New York with the Rangers... Is Georgiev an upgrade at all? That well, I mean, I don't know if he'd be an upgrade. Um, he's an he's another one. The consistency, you know. Uh, now I don't know if that's because uh, you know because Shesterkin gets most of the starts that he kind of struggles that way. Um, you know, when uh, when Shesterkin was injured and Georgiev had to play a bunch of games, he looked pretty good. So maybe there's a possibility there. I don't know. It could be an affordable one-year try it and see how it goes thing. You know, he's a UFA, so or no, he's a restricted free agent. Sorry, so maybe maybe you could do a trade there. I don't know, but yeah, the, I mean the, the caps the caps for many years were notorious. I mean, look at Varlamov, look at uh, way there. Oh, you guys for years you, you, you know, had a, trade yeah. traded backup goal, traded hold hold these backup goalies. Yeah. Grubauer, right? Yeah. Who wound yeah. up being great number ones other places. Well, I mean, Grubauer was great in Colorado, not so much in Seattle, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe maybe go that route with some other team and try and scoop up their backup and make them a starter. You're gonna have to do something. Yeah. Come back with the same with... bunch next year. I mean, yeah, you you know, that will be good enough to get you into the playoffs, but Stanley Cup, forget it. All I'm no. saying is Nick Backstrom's money will be re- well served with getting it. Oh man, yeah, Nick Backstrom, that's 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 not good. Not it's, a good situation. It could be over, right? It 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 could be. I mean, it it's something that nobody really wants to talk about, but you could just tell by the way it's been reported that they're going to consider all the options. But I mean, maybe he goes under the knife again. Maybe he gets, uh, you know, different type of treatment. Who can say? But, you know, this has been something that's been nagging him since 2015. He had surgery last offseason, missed the start of this season as a result. You know, basically gutted it out through most of the season. Still had a pretty good season and a good playoff. I mean, six points Uh in as many games. I mean, shit, you know, but. You, you can't keep that up forever. And I don't think he wants to go through another season like, like that of being in constant pain again either. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And we will have to see for the Capitals. Now, the vaunted rivals, the Penguins, mm-hmm. there's a lot of drama going in there as well. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Bang and Malkin and Rust. And mm-hmm. boy, is that something or else? Yeah. Well,. <laughs> And and lots of speculation. I mean, there was a report that came out, uh, I believe it was, I think, Monday or Tuesday, claiming that the, the Penguins offered uh, Malkin and, and Latang 
offered them each three years, 15 million. So five mil a season each is just like, get the fuck out of here. You know, that's not going to fly <laughs> three years. Okay. They, they would probably accept that because they're both 35 and they know that, you know, they're not going to get seven or eight year deals ever again, or even five year deals. So three years, sure. But, but five mil, come on now, you know, that's, that's just being more than a trifle bit insulting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, though, it would not surprise me if one of those three that you mentioned, between Malkin and Latanga and Rust, that one of those three for sure isn't back. And I could see them going with Latang and Rust and bidding Malkin bye-bye. Um, because he's he's uh well, they've they've kind of been used to playing without him in recent years because he's been hurt a lot. He really has. And when he's been back in the lineup, um, he, he can be erratic at times. I mean, takes he takes bad penalties, something he, you know, did not do all that much when he was healthier. <clears throat> um, you know, he, he hasn't really, when Crosby's been hurt, he used to be in the past when Crosby was the one who was injured, you would see Malkin step up into that leadership role and it would be almost like a seamless thing. And and again, we really haven't seen it that much. We certainly didn't see it in that sixth game that Crosby was sidelined from against New York. Um, but then he flashed that magic and uh, scored that breakaway goal in game seven. So, you know, but again, Latang, I mean, Latang was third in scoring this season with them. He was among the uh, the top scorers among defensemen. I mean, 68 points at 35 years of age. That's still pretty good. You, they, they would really miss his his offense from the blue line if if they lost him. So I I could see them trying to do a deal with him to keep him in the fold. Rust would be more affordable to uh, to resign. He'd be younger. You could probably get him at five mil. I mean, another five mil a season for maybe another four or five years riding shotgun on Crosby's line. What not to let's not to like there. Right. Yeah. You know, because he, he's made, I believe, it was three mil, three point five mil a season is his current uh, contract. So you bump him up to to around five mil a season. I, I think he would he would happily take that on a four or five year deal to be able to keep playing alongside Crosby for three more years. Yeah, it's not terrible. No, Ter- not a terrible gig to have. No. Yeah, Malkin's nine and a half con- nine and a half off the books. Yeah. Way you go. Uh, he goes. Yeah, he might go back to Russia. No. 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 Say- he's already said he's staying in the NHL. Yeah, the well, he's not interested in going to the KHL to play. Well, it yeah. took him forever to get out. Uh, yeah, well, and that's the thing. When it, you know, as soon as I saw that there a report out of Russia, as soon as I saw that byline, I was just like, yeah, you can ignore that. That's bullshit. Yeah, you know, he's not going back to Magnitogorsk or anywhere else in the KHL to play. He he said he's staying in the NHL. There you go. Um, Boston. Austin. Mm-hmm. Could be his last ride. It's all about Bergie, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that one, that one, you know, he here he is. He's still among the elite two-way forwards in the game. He's nominated for the Selkie for the 11th straight time. You got to figure he's the favorite to win it, you know, this time, which would be a fifth time that would set a record. <clears throat> um, but... You know, so yeah, he he could probably he still has enough hockey left in him, even though he's 36. Even if his play declines slightly over the next couple of years, he'd still be you know better than most centers in the NHL. 
So, yeah, I can see the Bruins really wanting to, to, to keep him. God knows his teammates want him to stay. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, he's got a young family. He's played a hell of a lot of hockey. He's been away from them a lot. This is one of those rare opportunities for a player to go out on top, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, okay, not as a Stanley Cup champion, but hell, he's he's got a cup ring, been to three finals. Here would be a chance to kind of crown it if he won the uh, the Selkie and set the record for the most Selkie trophies to basically say it's been a slice, but you know I think this is the way to go out. That would be that would be some, but you you so rarely see that. So I, I think that he and the Bruins will work something out. Probably a two-year deal, maybe a bonus-laden contract, maybe. But I, I certainly, you know, because for the Bruins, if they lose him, they are so screwed at center, so screwed because they will be won't have a first liner, they won't have a second line. They they couldn't find a suitable replacement for Krejci when he left last summer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they really need him to come back and and to buy a bit of time for a couple of years while they go out and try and you know get some centers to 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 bulk up that position. Do they need a goalie? <laughs> no, not this time. Not this time. Oh. Jeremy Swayman played really really well. I think they got to try and find a way to get out of Ulmark's contract though. Oi, oi. Maybe maybe may, hey, maybe maybe that's where your Capitals next goaltender comes from. Maybe they can swing that. I don't think so though. I think he's got a no trade. 6 All right. So 23-24 16 team no trade list and a uh, 24-25 15 team no trade list. Yeah, yeah. No movement until that point. So Bye. yeah. Yeah, so you can ask him real nice, but I I don't think we're gonna see any goaltending movement there. I tell you one one uh, one Bruin that I wonder is going to be back is going to be DeBrusque because even though he signed a two year contract extension on deadline day, no less, uh, when everybody was expecting him to be traded, um, he did not rescind his no trade clause. He did not, or his uh, his trade request. Sorry, that that he made back in November. That's still on the table. He hasn't withdrawn it. The, mm-hmm. the whole the old people say, well, why did he sign that contract? It was because uh, if if he had gone in as an as an RFA with arbitration rights, his they would have had to qualify him at four point six five mil. Now it's four mil. So that's for two years. So that's just so that's cheaper, makes him a little more palatable to uh, interested clubs. And the fact that over the the final two months of the season and in the playoffs, he he really his performance really picked up, you know, playing on the Bergeron Marshawn line will do that for you. But still, he played well. That could enhance his uh, his trade value this summer. Maybe they get a center in using him. Uh, so that could be something to watch too for the Bruins this summer. I didn't notice Taylor Hall much out there. Was I the only one? No, pretty much everybody was going. Uh, then don't is this Taylor Hall hurt? Oh no, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He had his moments, but yeah, man, has there ever been a guy a a a Hart Trophy winner decline so fast as Taylor Hall? Like, I mean, he won that. What it was it? Twenty seventeen. He won it. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yep. That he won the Hart Trophy, yep. and in four years he's gone from that to, yeah, blinking you miss him, you know, and not in a good way, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean it, it's very it's a conundrum about like mm. how good he was, and now I mean he didn't have a terrible season this year, but he just kind of d- was there, like he did. Yeah, 
stand yeah. out as he usually does. Sometimes he would he would make a really a really strong play, and you'd be like, "Yeah, oh, there's Terry. Oh, yeah, geez." And then, but then the rest of the time, it's just like you didn't notice him. Yeah, yep. hanging out. Ninety-seven points, I believe he had when he won the Hart Trophy that year. I believe it was ninety-three. Ninety-three points. Ninety-three points. God, that okay, wouldn't even the- get you in the conversation anymore. Jeez. I know, right? <laughs> Not after this season. Holy shit. He had, he had 61 this year. He had 61 points this year. Amazing. Mm. 20 goals. Respectable, but sure, a, a lot hell, of those of a de- hell of a decline. That's all I can say. Sure, a lot okay. of those assists were uh, secondary, but hey, who's counting? Yeah, <laughs> uh, true. Well, you know, that, that's why Jonathan, Jonathan Huberdeau didn't get the Hart Trophy nomination because of all those secondary assists. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anybody who goes beaks off about secondary assists, Igor Shesterkin was a game six when yeah, he made that pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a secondary assist. Oh. That goal does not get scored if he doesn't notice that the Penguins are on a line change, goes out, gets the puck, and fires it up. Fires it up yep. the ice. The, that goal does not happen without him doing that. So when I hear people sit down and knock secondary assists as if they're meaningless, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Come on. You know, the, so, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can make that case that, oh, an innocuous touch of the puck and then the other guy takes it, tears up the ice and makes a nifty dash for the for the goals to set up the goal. But a lot of times, no. If you look at a lot of Jonathan Huberto's secondary assists, those goals don't get scored without him getting the buck going. So yeah. So yeah. they. So it, it, I know the Premier League does it. I'm sure other <laughs> soccer leagues do it. <clears throat> In lieu of that secondary assist, they they have a stat they keep track of that's called key passes, mm. where it leads to a scoring chance. In other words, a secondary assist. In other words, a secondary assist. Yeah, exactly. If we start Except, going down that slippery slope sooner or later, yeah, <laughs> we're going to be seeing hockey players get signed because of because they led the league in puck touches. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I Listen, analytics, as I said, every team has it. Everybody has it. It has its place in the game. But, you know, you can make too much out of, you know, you can make mountains out of molehills with it too. So yeah. It anyway, sure does rant over. Place. Moving on. It's in the garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the Leafs. <sighs> hey, there's no need to make changes. Just ask Brendan Shanahan. Just ask Kyle Dubas. Just ask Sheldon Keith. There's no need to make changes. Everything's fine. They're the, they're the little dog in the meme sitting there in the burning house with the fucking cup of coffee going, <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> they like having their house burned down every year. No, no, no. Actually, the, actually, I will concur with the camp that says they should not be shaking things up, making major changes here. Um, because it was, a, they had a franchise best 115 point season. So most wins, most points in franchise history. And this wasn't, you know, an underdog team that upset them again. You know, this was the defending, the two time, two time defending Stanley Cup champions. You want to stand? who they pushed to one goal in game seven. So, yeah, maybe this time it's like, okay, everybody. Yeah, and that's kind of seems to be the vibe 
coming out of Leafs Nation now. Because a year ago, it was burn this motherfucker down. You know, Marner must go. <laughs> you know, fire everybody. Yeah, but he scored a goal now, so he's fine. <laughs> Marner had a hell of a series. He Listen, did. You noticed all of the Leafs' best players this time around. The Leafs' best players this time around, you know, were not notable by their invisibility as they were from games five through seven in last year's series against Montreal or as they were against Columbus in the bubble series two years ago. You know, they were all very noticeable. They were all their team's leading scorers. I mean, you know, William Nylander, again, for the second straight year, stepped up. You know, he had one bad game, which was bad, where he let up on a play. Oh, you no. know, but after and then scored that, two goals after that, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it was just like, OK, everybody cut the guy a bit of fucking slack too. you know, his hair but, got in the way. All of them, all of them. Matthews was great. I mean, you look at that lone goal that they scored in game seven, Marner to Matthews to Riley. I mean, come on, you want your best guys to step up? They stepped up. The problem was, is that, you know, the Lightning were just a little bit better. The Lightning had a little bit more jam and you saw it on display in game seven when it was all on the line. They were blocking shots like crazy. You know, the Leafs couldn't get anything through in the third period. You know, in that third period, they were just blocking shots like madmen. And that was, that was, uh, you know, I think an instructional lesson there too for the Leafs. It's like, these guys know what it takes to win. You just saw why they're two-time defending champions. They don't care if they get hurt. They are going to block the shot, okay? They don't care going into the danger areas. If they get crushed on a hit, they don't care because they know that's what it takes to win. Why? Because they learned it the hard way. It's the same thing as we all remember the whole story about Wayne Gretzky saying when uh, the Islanders beat them the first time they went to the Stanley Cup final and the Islanders won their, their fourth Stanley, straight Stanley Cup, walking by the Islanders dressing room and it was pretty quiet for the most part because everybody was basically wear, dressed in ice packs and wrappings mm -hmm. because they were all so beat up. But they both, but he turned to, he and Messier both said they knew at that moment, that's what it took to win the Stanley Cup. And I think this was instructional for the Leafs this time too. They got a grand lesson. That's what it takes. They learned from the best. So yeah, it's probably not a good idea to blow everything up this time. But there are some decisions to be made. And the big one, we talked about goaltending for the Leaf, for, for the, your capitals. What are you going to do with Soupy? Because, yeah, I, I had to chuckle when I saw a, a, there was a, somebody in the Toronto Star was was speculating, well, maybe he'll accept a uh, a, a three-year deal for $12 million. And I, exactly, nope. John, that was my reaction. Just like, no, nope. he's not accepting that. <laughs> no. He's there to get a hometown discount. Hiya. Go hiya. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you need to be probably closer to six million because I will bet you dollars to fucking donuts. That is what his agent is saying because it's just like, so how bad you want to keep my boy? Hmm? Uh -huh. How badly do you want him? How much money are you willing to lay upon the table to keep him here? So I'm thinking it's uh, we're talking a five year deal because he's 30. And <clears throat> so they're probably not going to want to go too far beyond five years. But yeah, if you want to keep it short term, you you better be talking six million. I will be stunned if he signs for five. 
I will be shocked if he signs for five. He can punch his ticket. He knows it. His agent knows it. Six uh-huh. mil a season on a five-year deal. That's what I'm thinking. Which means they're going to need to shed some salary. Mm-hmm. But if you're not trading your top four, and they're not, you know, you can't move Tavares even if you wanted to. Full no move. And they, they no. anyway. You're not moving Nylander. I mean, come on. He's the most affordable of your bunch. Jesus, 6.9 mil. You don't do that. You know, Matthews, yeah, you're going to trade the, the two-time, two-time Rocket Richard Trophy winner, the guy who became the first player in 10 years to score 60 goals. No, you're not doing that. And you're not trading Marner, one of the best setup men and one of the better penalty killers in the league. Oh, yeah, he, uh, he, shorthanded, he is deadly. He is a demon shorthanded. So it's just like, yeah, no, he's not going anywhere. You're not trading Morgan Riley. Um, but maybe you look into moving Jake Muzzin. That won't be easy to do. You believe he's got enough? I think he's got a full no trade, or is there like a like a big um, list of teams? Muzzin, uh, t- starting the July first, mm-hmm. twenty three, ten team no trade. Ten team, okay. But so not not this all season. Next all. <clears throat> so it's a full one this summer then. Nope. No, uh, there's he hasn't he doesn't have any tra- trade protection. I am looking right now. I do not believe so. It says it says uh, NTC. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, load you son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks, Cap Geek. Uh, sorry, full. So he's got no move clause. What the hell? So no move clause in 2021, and then a no trade clause. I guess until 23 when he's. Oh, okay. So he's got there no go. trade clause. He can be sent down. Yeah, he can be sent down, but he cannot be traded without his permission. So, and that's 5.625 mil, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Now, you, if you can move that, that'll help. Um, but I don't think these, that uh, he's going to want to agree to go. He's going to want to stick around. He wants another cup, does our muzz. Um, uh, Alex Kerfoot, they could probably trade him. I've, I've heard his name bandied around, that they might be able to do that. I think they'll definitely miss him if they do it, but... Yeah, you could move him because, you know, he, he put up, I think, 51 points this season. He had a pretty good season, did Kerfoot. So that's about, I think, three, 3.5 mil. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Hall, they're definitely going to trade him. He's, he's yeah. def- they're definitely moving him. So that'll free up a couple mil. The guy they really got to move, and this is the one that's going to be the challenge because Jake Muzzin, if he agrees to be traded, there will be teams willing to step up and acquire him. Absolutely. Alex Kerfoot, no problem. There will be t- hell. I'd love to see the Canadians take a run at him if, if he becomes available. <clears throat> but um, Peter Mrazek. Oh, mm. yeah. Three point eight mil for two more seasons. Mm. each, oh. And I believe he has some no trade protection there, too, doesn't he, Scotty? Ten team no trade. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> as much as yeah, you know, Kyle Dubas is really good at at you know juggling the juggling the old salary cap when he's got limited uh, limited cap space. But you know, sometimes he makes some good signings, and then sometimes he don't. And that uh-huh. was one that wasn't, and that is going to be really tough to move. Again, not saying it can't happen. But if you're thinking of, oh, well, we'll just trade him to a team that a budget team that just needs to get to the cap floor. Sure. How much that first round pick do you like? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that top prospect you've got. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
yeah, we'll we'll take Mrazek off your hands if you include that guy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Dubas is no Lou Lamarillo. He's not going to kill a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's yeah. He's uh, he's not going to uh, put. A, you're not going to wake up with a horse's head in your bed. As a warning, let's just say with Kyle Dubas. Yeah. Well, maybe My Little Pony. Maybe a My Little. Pony. <laughs> Interesting. That, that could be. Yeah. Not quite sure what message he's trying to send with that, but weird. <laughs> decently weird message. Yeah, very decently weird. It's like, does he want to meet for ice cream? Is that what this means? I I don't know. Is um, BronyCon in town? <laughs> Always. Uh, out, uh, yeah, yeah. Out so west, not the eliminated teams. Not really much noise from them, honestly. No. I mean, stars and kings are pretty set in their Good. way. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, stars do have. Well, they got to figure out the whole Johnny Klingberg thing because first Johnny Klingberg was unhappy because yeah. he was not happy with the way contract talks were going, and so much so that in January, it, we were hearing a trade could be imminent, and then everything cooled off, and now he's saying, "Yeah, I want to stay," and they're saying, "Well, we want to keep you," but. If he's still going to be asking for between 7.75 and 8.5 mil a season on an eight-year deal, I don't think that's happening. John Klingberg is is a very good puck-moving defenseman, but there's no way he's worth more money than Miro Heiskanen. No freaking way. Uh -uh. So, yeah. Uh, So there's that. And, yeah. How much much money is Ottinger going to get as an RFA? Well, yeah, that's going to be the interesting thing because I, I think, the stars are going to want to try and lock him up on a, on like a seven or eight year deal, but keep the cap hit like around. We'll give you four and a half mil kid. We'll give you four mil, four and a half mil a season, right? Try and keep it there. And I think his agent's going to sit down and say, um, well, we'll talk about 4.5 mil on a three year deal uh-huh. True story. <laughs> or a four year deal. Yeah. See, I do not see the stars bridging him. No, this is one of those instances where it's like, we know what we've got. Let's see if we can lock him up long term for as affordable as possible. Because yeah. it'll cost so much more in about four years time. Offer sheet. All I'm saying. Offer sheet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, he'd be a tempting target if, but remember, he has to want to sign it. He has to, he has to be in a bad situation. He has to be in a, in a, in a cock and yemmy situation <laughs> like he was in Montreal with the... Yeah. Uh, Bergevin, who didn't respect him. No, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's not working out so well for uh, the Hurricanes, though, thus far. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, well, yeah, but we signed him for less. It's like, yeah, but just signed him for eight more years. Exactly. You got, got a lot of time left on that one. Eight more years at 4.5 mil. And if he just, if this is the best he's going to be as a fourth line guy for you, I go leave a mark after a while. And I don't mean a mark is in our mark. <laughs> Arabark. Um, I'll tell you though, um, the wild though, that's Ooh. the one notch. The wild. Because the cap crunch is a coming. Oh boy, is it oh, 12.7 million dollars of dead cap space. And oh, did I mention uh, Kevin Fiala is probably gonna be looking for like eight mil a season? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a long-term deal after an 80 after an 85 point season um yeah that one's gonna be real real interesting because if you want to keep him if they try to keep him uh man you gotta trade somebody whether it's matt dumba whether it's you know 
somebody else out of there, you, you're going to have to move somebody to, to clear the cap space to, to, to keep him. And, and it's not even the worst year. Ne- the year after. <clears throat> oh, God. 14.7. Jesus. 0.7 for that two years. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Like, that is going to be just now. Na- I'll tell you, if, if Billy Guerin can navigate successfully through that and continue to ice a, a competitive team, Jesus, make that man your GM of the year. Because, you know, mm-hmm. that, 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 listen, that's daunting. And, in, in, you know, the cap is not is only going to go up by $1 million increments until 2025. That's when the players share what they owe the owners will finally have been made up is going to be the summer of 2020. So 25, 26 is when we can expect to see a, a big jump in, uh, you know, in the salary cap. Until then, it's just one mil a season, one mil a season. And that's right in the, in the wilder, right into that part of it with that dead cap space. So, you know, and, and it's going to be more than, there's going to be other guys that are going to be needing new contracts. I mean, Matt Boldy, that, that you know, if if he continues to blossom the way that he did this season, I mean, he's going to be due for a big raise in a, in, a, in another year or two, you know, as an example. So, and they got a goalie issue to kind of sort out. You know, I mean, Cam Talbot they've got for one more year, but do you bring Marc Andre Fleury back for another year? He's he said he'd be interested for the right price. Well, what's that? You know, he's not getting seven mil again, but is it five? What what mm-hmm. does he want? And for how long? Um, if you don't bring him back, do you bring in a, another backup for for Talbot? I think they pretty much signaled by bringing in Flurry that, you know, and then cutting, uh, you know, Kapanen loose there, mm-hmm. Kakanen, sorry, yeah, to uh, to San Jose. Yeah, I think that shows that uh, Garen's not entirely sold on his goaltending, at least in his starting goaltending. So, yeah, that that's going to be kind of interesting to watch as well. Wow, they're going to be a fun team to watch on and off. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the other team that got Nashville? On? Nashville. Let's face it. There's only one issue there. They need to sort out the coaching. Close. <laughs> oh. Close. So close. The assistant coach. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. actually, actually, you're not. You're, as a secondary nature, no, you're not wrong there, uh, Scotty. They do. They do have to. I. I think. I honestly, I don't think there's going to be any drama there with John Hines. I think he's going to be back. Considering what he did with that team this year, a team that wasn't supposed to make the playoffs and they exceeded expectations. Yes, a lot of that had to do with UC Saros. Yes, it did. But still, you know, I think he did a pretty good job of what he had there. So I see him being back. But it's all about Philip Forsberg. And how is many... He, will he, won't he, Lyle? Will he, well, he? The, the better question is, how many $8 million forwards does David Poyle want to have on his team? Because he's got two already. Yeah. Let's go hands. more. Let's Matt, go more. <laughs> Matt Duchesne. So does he want to have a third one? And let's be honest, man. Philip Forsberg, he 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 earned it this year. He yeah. absolutely earned it. So yeah. Isn't it kind of like watching a person on a game show and like you know the odds are against you if you like continue to push on? If you just take your money now, like <laughs> mm. you're gonna make out with a bunch of money, but everybody's like Nah, I think we need the rest of this. Let's go. Let's yeah. get let's get the jet ski too. Come on. <laughs> and then you know it just blows up in his face. Yeah. So Yeah. I say the I say the predators go for it. Yeah. Just uh, throw all the dice in. Let's go. Uh, uh is anybody gonna touch Ryan Johansson? Ooh. No. No? Okay. No. 
No. Ooh. Um, but Chain have any any qualifiers in their contract? Yeah. No, it's it's like I said though. But with Poyle, you never know because he always sometimes he has that he can surprise you. You know, we think it's Shea Weber for for Subban. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know when he tra- when he traded traded Seth Jones for Ryan Johansson. You know, and he keeps on having beautiful, gorgeous oak color hair. Yes, uh-huh. yes, it, which is amazing, which is absolutely fantastic for a man of ninety three. Mm-hmm. He looks fantastic. <laughs> He's right. at least one hundred four. Yeah, like, <laughs> God damn it! I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. I had him in my chair the other day. I said, I said, Frank, between me and you, how 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 old is David Paul? David Paul, one hundred forty seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I kind of botched that bit, but anyway. <laughs> Kind of. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. It, it wouldn't be the first time we botched a bit. No. Yeah. 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 I do it that's once the a only, week. Yeah. That's the only it's real. Called, uh, fuck you. <laughs> that's the only real issue they got though with with Nashville is just it's all about Forsberg. After that, yep, where they go. He's been in that fucking job forever. Holy Jesus. I know. Uh-huh. And that's been a sin. That, listen, there's. There's been some suggestions that, you know, maybe it's time for him to step down that, you know, and boot uh, him upstairs. Yeah. Well, the problem is if you boot him upstairs, you know, he, he's still there and he can still muddy the waters, if you yeah. know what I mean. Never a good idea to boot, boot guys upstairs. Right, George McPhee? Um Yeah. The real power behind the throne in, in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that. Uh-oh. Can we? Uh, Holy sh! Like, <laughs> it's not hard to tell that they have an owner who just is clueless. Wants that instant gratification and doesn't understand how you know things like injuries can you know sort of derail your season or the big star that you traded for um, might need some time to get back into game shape when he's missed half the season recovering from neck surgery. Hi, Jack Eichel. Hope you're doing better next year, buddy. Um, You know, when you lose uh, three of your best forwards uh, to injury, when your starting goalie is, is battling knee and shoulder injuries all season long, uh, when one of your top four defensemen misses most of the season because he took a puck to the face in November and basically needed a lot of reconstructive surgery. Uh, yeah, that's firing De- DeBoer. That was, um, I got to say, it was not, it was not unexpected, but what a, what a bullshit move. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, everybody, like I haven't seen anyone come out with a with a report, an article, a talk, he had nobody say, "Oh yeah, yeah, the Golden Knights were absolutely justified in doing that." Yeah, they they needed a new voice behind the bench after less than this guy being there less than three years and getting them to the conference finals twice. Oh no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, no, um, no, everybody knows he was made the scapegoat and unjustifiably so. I mean, well, being made a scapegoat is never justifiable, really. But my God. Mm-hmm. The fact he got those guys, kept them in the playoff chase until the last week of the season, despite all those injuries. I mean, Jesus! I listen. He's not going to be unemployed for long. Don't 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 feel sorry too sorry for 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 DeBoer. He he'll be back because he did a really good job there. But you know, 
Golden Knights are getting a bad reputation here as far as their coaching goes because they they did the same shit move with Gerard Gallant Good. with a mid a little mid season speed wobble and it was just like oh shit we're gonna miss the playoffs fire him bring in somebody else you know it was it was just absolutely ridiculous but you know I I knew that the the that that DeBoer was doomed when he was pretty much all but practically begging to keep his job during his end of during his end of season interview. Um, it just, it just seemed like he was doing practically begging to keep his job. And it was just like, no, I do find it interesting though, that he got fired after, you know, within a few days of Barry Trotz getting fired. Right. Uh, It was like, I mean, if you're the golden Knights though, wouldn't you want to try a coach with hair? (laughs) True. That's a fair point. It is. It is. So far, all of them have been either balding or bald. So yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Lyle, there's a uh, we use a quote. There's a quote that we use a lot at work. It says, um, I'm not saying that this is your fault. I'm saying I'm blaming you for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that that describes half of my military career. Right there. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm that's what happened. your fault, Richardson. <laughs> I figure that that's what happened. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Look, it's not you, but I'm going to make it you. (laughs) You, it's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the other thing I noticed, my God, a lot of people were happy when the Golden Knights missed the playoffs. Yes. A lot of people were. They went. The Sharks did a great job of trolling (laughs) the Golden Knights. Oh, wow. Did they ever. Um, but it just, wow. You went from being everybody's, everybody's plucky favorite, the expansion team that went to the Stanley cup final. And wow, you guys are so exciting and wow. Their, their, their pregame shows are so cool. And oh, wow. It's so great. And Hey, we can go gamble before, during and after the games. It's fantastic to ah, fuck those guys too much too soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what it feels it like is. now. Uh-huh. That's what it, it is. is now. It's like five years later. Ah, fuck those guys. Too much too soon. Went to their heads. Fuck them. How are these shitheads? Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye flavor of the month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's how it goes, though. Lyle, you know that. However, it goes. The fickle finger of fate. Yes. The fame's a fickle mistress. Yes. Everyone's like, oh, it's nice and great. It's milkshake, Doc. And then next thing you know, everyone hates him. Yeah. So. There we so, go. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What have we talked about? The coaches. Ray Whitney in uh, in for San Jose gig. He interviewed there. Uh, that kind of interesting. That's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Did Did you mention uh, uh speak, speaking of Barry Trotz in uh, Winnipeg? Oh yeah, no, didn't mention. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. I I can just envision how that phone call should go too. Hi, uh, Barry. It's uh, Kevin Shovelday, Ken Shovelday off here. So, um, when do you want to start? How much money do you need? And what can we do to ease your family's move to Winnipeg? Exactly. Do you want us to help pick out your house? We can maybe make a park. How oh. do you want your office decorated? Exactly. Who do you want to bring in as coaches? And just look at the pictures of our staff and tell us the ones with the most punchable face and we'll fire them. Right. <laughs> Here's a list. <laughs> Here's a list of all our God, If I had that option when I got a new job, that would be amazing. <laughs> Barry, this is Ted for marketing. He said he'd take a bullet for you. So we yes. have that to demonstrate. But I mean, come on. <laughs> Two-time Jack Adams Trophy winner. Uh, 
He's he's third all time in wins among NHL coaches. Won the Stanley Cup for your boys in Washington, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Took the New York Islanders to the 2020 Eastern Conference Final and the 2021 semifinal because we didn't really have a conference final, but it was a semifinal. You know, so what's not to like there? You, you know, know what's weird? You know who would be great in Toronto is Barry Trotz. That that would be so interesting. I I'm God. I'm I would put it to you this way. I think that would be the greatest challenge in Barry Trotz's coaching career, God. coaching the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, he in also has to market, bring Mitch Corn with him as well. Yeah, you you got to bring the goalie whisperer with you, and I and that's the thing. I mean, Mitch Corn did. I don't think he was replaced by the Islanders, so I don't think the well, goalie is leave. coming with him. He's gonna go with him. Yeah, yeah. He's got to. Not if he's still under contract. He can't. Apparently, he left the Islanders as well. Oh, did he? That's what I'm told. Well, then that's a different story then altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You you know the goalie whisperer is going to go wherever Barry goes. God, he's fantastic, by the way. He is. Because a lot of people like texted me and was like, do the Caps get Barry Trotz back now? And I go, no. But if they can get Mitch Korn back, I'll pay whatever they want. Yeah. Like, my God. Yeah, I mean, he might be the guy that he that maybe that maybe hey maybe that's what you know GMBM does if he he tries to get Mitch Corn or a, a reasonable facsimile to to improve uh, Samsonov and and Vanacek if he can't find a better replacement you know because mm-hmm. you you well, you you basically you said it, you you just you know acknowledge the fact this guy has success everywhere he goes goals Amazing. get better when he's there so yeah and and here's the interesting part. The same goalies, yeah, that were on the team get better while he's there, yeah, and then revert back to how they played. Oh, they the fall year apart. after he leaves, yeah, like, yeah, they fall apart. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing actually. I though I do think this time that's not going to be the case with the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Sorokin is the real deal. Ilya Sorokin, Sorokin, yeah, right. he is the real deal there. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there we go. Uh, that's, that's so apparently, to, according to Andrew Gross of Newsday, um, Mitch Corn had already decided he was stepping away from the position ah. and likely retire before anything happened with Barry Trotz. Ah. So, uh, well, I'll believe that retirement stuff when uh, we see where uh, Barry, Barry Trotz, Trotz gets is. hired. Yeah. And if it's we'll Winnipeg, it could be a retirement. It's like, oh, that. did you guys also talk about the Coyotes as well? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I whole thing. My... Yeah, the, we we do realize that whole thing is horseshit too, right? Mm. Yeah. This whole no, the the Coyotes aren't going to be allowed to have their logo on the ice. It's just like, um, no, that's not true. They will be, but they have to share their logo the logo space there with ASU because it's ASU's building and their team. Uh-huh. But no. even so, they man ASU is putting the gears to him, and I love it. No, no, that's that's it. it's their building. Exactly, that's why I love it. They're the owners. Yes, they'd be the same as if they was they were move, it, going into an NHL facility that was owned by somebody else. Same Which, thing. If they fuck up, could be the case. That could very well be. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not sitting here, uh, you know, saying that uh, you know, yeah, this isn't a predicament of their own making and that they don't deserve the mess they're in right now. They do. But uh, no, that that's 
kind of a bit of sh- a little bit of a sloppy reporting there by the athletic being trumpeted by uh, the bigger uh, media networks in Canada, like TSN and Sportsnet, who really should fucking know better. Um, because Craig Morgan, the uh, Phoenix, the Phoenix, <laughs> yes, Phoenix Coyotes, the mm-hmm. Arizona Coyotes, they'll probably revert back to being the Phoenix Coyotes if they get that deal. They might have to be called like the University of Arizona, <laughs> University Coyotes. of Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. Well, no, they'd be Air, the, the not University of Arizona. It's the big rivals. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Right. Yeah. Arizona State Coyotes. Arizona State University, yeah. The Arizona State University Coyotes. But um, as I said, Craig Morgan, who's who's the beat writer, covers the Coyotes for uh, phoenixsports.com. Um, and one of the better, he's probably the best beat writer uh, covering the Coyotes. I know he's the only beat writer. Yeah, but he's been doing it for over 20 years. But anyway, he basically said, look, I reported on this, you know, months ago. And this whole thing about the logo, it's like, yes, they have to share the logo. They don't get the logo based entirely to themselves because it's not their building. But they're no, it's not true. It's it is not correct that they are not going to be allowed to have their logo on the ice. But like I said, you know, the athletic to be to be far, uh, they've done some really good reporting on the dysfunction that's gone on um, in the front office of the Coyotes. Uh, but in this instance, uh, that's a little sloppy guys. Uh, did you not contact, uh, Craig Morgan who had reported on this three months ago to get his feedback on this? Uh-huh. No. Why didn't you? Why didn't you, you know, or did you just go with what somebody told you that, Hey, they're not going to let them have their logo on the ice, you know? There. And, yeah. Anyway, this isn't lasting the full term, is it, Lyle? What's that? The Coyotes deal. That's not going to last the entire time, is it? Well, not with the morality clause. No, oh the morality God. clause, I think that's... Uh... Yeah, it's it's going to be... I, I, all I, I'm going to basically say is that the Coyotes, this is this is their last roll of the dice. If that Tempe deal does not... No, it is. If We've that been Tempe, saying that for four years. No, they've been able to say that because they always had an arena to play in. As long as they had an arena to play in at the Gila River Arena, they were fine. Now they don't, and they're they're basically putting everything, everything into this deal with Tempe. And if that doesn't go off, if that gets rejected, if they can't afford it, or if it gets approved but they can't come up with the cash, they're done in Arizona then. They will be finished because then they will have nowhere else to go but out. And even Gary Bettman knows this. That's why Bettman approved the, the whole, oh, sure, you can go to ASU just as long as you get this arena deal in place, you know. But if that falls through, that's it. They're done. They have to move then. Shoot them out of a fucking cannon. <laughs> the only people I will feel sorry for in all of this are the Coyotes fans. Yeah, yeah, all 20 of them. <laughs> no, the thousands of them that are there who have supported that team through thick and through so much thin. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, they're the only ones I will feel sorry for. I'll feel sorry for some of the players too, because believe it or not, there are players who absolutely love living there and would want to give those fans a winner. There is much part of the caught up in this whole mess of the ownership and the weird general management that we saw under John Chaka. Um, they're as much victims of that as, as, uh, as the, uh, the fans are, you know, so I'll feel sorry for some of them too, but. For the people running that shit show for years and years and ran it into the ground and for, you know, even to, to Batman, whose patience with this just went from 
patient to just ridiculously absurd. No, no, no sympathy there either. You know, it's just going to be one very, very sad, sad scene. So I'm hoping for them, for the for those fans and for those players that they can get this Tempe deal done. And that hopefully maybe Bill Armstrong, their general, current general manager, actually knows what the fuck he's doing. We'll see. <clears throat> That's Man, all I got to say about that. Just blow it up. Just yeah. blow it the fuck up. Yeah, just blow it up. Shoot it into the side. Put a small little logo at the bottom of the face off dot, and that's all they get. That's where the exactly. See our logos there. Look. <laughs> and what if actually all the face off dots was just the a red <laughs> circle logo. with the Phoenix Coyotes logo in it? That's probably what it'll be. <laughs> I love it. See the logos on the ice; it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Still got you. Still have to hire somebody to put your own board dashers up. I'm tired of this. So yeah. We can't use our students anymore. <laughs> it's rush week. Uh, quick haha, fuck you. Go to November 29th, 2016. Oh, no. Oh, before the deadline. Oh, uh, it was a 10 o'clock start time. Oh, there's zero chance I watched this game. <laughs> it is well, it's the Minnesota Wild and the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, okay. No, no real link here. Just pick the game at random. Mark, get us started. Henrik Sedin. Henrik Sedin. <laughs> On the board. Johnny? Daniel Sedin. On the board. <laughs> Lyle? Um, okay. Um, uh... Oh, God. What's his name? I just... Fuck! That's the point okay, of this. Okay, okay, okay. I'll get away from this. Kevin Bieksa. Kevin Bieksa. Sorry. Shit! Not there. Not there. Mark, back to you. Bobby Luongo. Bobby Luongo, sorry, not there. Johnny? 2016, and who's the other team? Uh, the Wild. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Miku Koivu. Miku Koivu's on the board. Lyle? Zach Parise. Zach Parise's on the board. There we go, there we go. Mark? <coughs> Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter's on the board. Nice. Just Taking that easy. Johnny. It's a package deal. Yeah. Um, Cam Talbot. Sorry. Nope. No Cam Talbot. He's not on the board. No, no. Lyle. Um, Jared Spurgeon. Jared Spurgeon on the board. Yeah. Mark? Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller on the board. Nice. Oh. Good work. Pick on that one. Nice yeah. pull. Thank you. <laughs> He's bought us too. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, my son. With both teams that night, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. More than likely. Yeah. Especially if Ryan Miller was in that. Um, God, this is going to be terrible. I've already started blanking. Uh, God. Um, Uh, Nicholas Backstrom. Uh, sorry, no, not there. Not uh, Lyle. Um, might be a little early for this guy. Um, Matt Dumba. Matt Dumba on the board. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Scotty froze. Scotty freeze. Uh oh. Oh, he just played. <laughs> he just zoned out on us for a second. Philip Kuba. I, I, I hopped there for a second. <laughs> Philip Kuba. 
Philip Kuba. No, sorry. Oh, try. yes. Good try. Good try. Uh, Johnny? Um, God damn it. I just had his name, but no. Not anymore. Well, he might have played for the Coyotes. Oliver Ekman Larson? Nope. Yeah, definitely Coyotes. Coyote but... time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lyle, to you. Um, hmm. I'm gonna leave the goalie out of it. I'm assuming Ryan Miller. We were talking. That's Vancouver, so I'll leave the wild one open. Um, no, no. Um, I don't think you're gonna get the wild one. Shit. Um, shit. Hang on. Oh, uh, um, Jason Zucker. Yeah, he's on that board. Oh, yes. that's nice. That's a good pick. I had to think for a minute on that one. Mark. <clears throat> um, a, sorry, I'm just trying to keep an eye on the Rangers. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah watching, right. I'm watching it as well. Yeah. Um, gosh. Because I don't have my TV down here right now, so <laughs> I'm having to. Okay, where's the score? Shit. Still one nothing. Yep. After two, yeah. okay. Uh, one nothing. Beginning of third. Beginning of yes. third now. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen thirty-two left in the third. Okay. Um. God, who the heck is that? Um, I'm drawing a blank on the on the guy's name too. Um. I'll pass for now. Keep All it right. moving. Johnny. Uh, Ryan Kessler. Ooh, Ryan Kessler is not on the board. Oh, I was uh, thinking of him too earlier, and I couldn't remember his name. I could see him, couldn't think of his name. He's probably <laughs> oh, injured. Oh, for sure. Lyle, yeah. up to you. Um, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to the Canucks here and try my luck with. It's probably gonna be early again. A Bo Horvat on the board. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Wow. I don't know why I kept thinking those him and Dumbo weren't in the league yet. Okay, whatever. Mark to you. Gabrick. Yeah. Uh Johnny. Uh, God, this came back quickly. Uh finish goalie? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No finish goalie. <sighs> I'd get a pass. Wow. Um, all right. Normally, I leave the goalies for Johnny. Um, you don't mind if I take a stab at this one? Okay. No um, I'm going to say Devin Dubnik. Nope. Sorry. Okay. Last call. Oh, Darcy hmm. Kemper. Board. Good work. Wow. What? Kemper. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's right. Before he went on to Arizona. That's right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, Johnny? Well, that sucks. Um, <laughs> I got both goalies tonight. <laughs> yeah, take that. The goalie got the goalies. Yeah. Take that, finally. Um, <laughs> little stab there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, uh, like, random Canucks at this point. Um Ooh. From that like top card game that we played. Sure. Uh, yeah, I 
just gonna I'll be done. Yeah. I, I, I had a I had an inkling that there was a left wing on Vancouver named with first name Alex, like a power forward. But uh I couldn't Alex remember Burrows. someone's name. It could have been maybe Alex Burroughs, yeah. Johnny, you get that right. Yeah. There you go. I, wow. I had I, I was thinking the Patonzo's tag team and come on. There you go. Burrows. Okay. So there we go. Alex Burroughs. Yep. Um Next. shot in the dark here for me as well. Uh, Louis Erickson. Louis Louis on the board. Wow, Ooh. check that out. By the way, fun fact, Darcy Kemper played in L.A. before he played in Arizona. 10-1-3. I did know that. Yeah, I did know that he started off in, in L.A. I'd, I'd totally forgotten he played for the Wild. Yeah. Played uh, five seasons with the Wild. Really? Yeah. He said Mark wasn't going to get in. Oh, my God. Wow. I remember. <clears throat> Nobody expects Darcy. Like the Spanish right. Inquisition. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Lyle, right. it's been fun. It's been real fun, buddy. Yes, Enjoy it rest has. Of your night. We will talk to you next week. When it'll... I'm sorry that I yammered on for so long. Sorry it's about okay, that. Buddy. It was good. It was good. <laughs> okay. Content. Talk to you next week, guys. Maybe there'll be stuff. Maybe there'll be stuff next week. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> about that. We'll, we'll be the judge of that. There he goes. Lyle Richards. <laughs> Thank you, Lyle. At, at Spectres Hockey. Uh, Johnny, shout outs. It would have been funny if it was just the Black Bears puck that was behind him. Right. Like everything else is gone, but the Black Bears fuck stayed. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't really have. I don't really have much of anything. I'll give a shout out to uh, my Adidas soccer jacket that has a Black Bears logo on it because it's very comfortable. I like this jacket a lot. My Adidas. Uh, Mark. I'm I'm just very tired. So All right. very evil if, how much I'm shouting out. Uh sound, also sounds like my daughter's about to wake up. So this to that. And there she goes. So uh there all right. All right. Talk to you guys next week. <laughs> See ya. Uh and I'll take a diss to post nasal drip and uh and acid reflux. And I will uh shout out uh fat packs of cards and getting uh uh, a bed and a couch for Jen. So get her on her way. That's good. So. It's like you can see the end of the tunnel. Kind of. But then we yeah. have a seven-hour drive in a U-Haul, so it's kind of... That'll be fine. At least you can do that in one day. You did the last one in two days, right? Uh, I did the last one in a day starting at 11 o'clock and then ending at 7 a.m. So uh, a day with like a 30-minute nap in there. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it was not great. So... Yeah, this one's seven hours, so it should be fine. Uh, and that's it. That's all for Johnny P. Mark of the C. I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction. Uh, you can find us on the internet at FOHS Radio, on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. You want to contribute some money, maybe donate to the Scotty Wallace weekend fund. Uh, be a good time for that. Uh, we'll go to Glen Burnie. It'd be a great time uh, for all. So. Until next week, we will talk to you then. Peace.